Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. So before they come in, uh, Levi will just remark, <laughs> That was fun, thank you, both of you. You did very well. Don't, don't speak so early in the story. We've still got a full day ahead of us. I know. That's why I'm thanking you now. Not just for what we just did, which was fun, but for being so accepting. Gideon, I am very tired. You were up all night with a bellyache. Okay. You understand me? I understand. I get you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's all that peanut brittle. <laughs> We had the last of the, the peanut butter brittle we had in the bag from from Gorge. It was supposed to last three days. So it just didn't. But Temperance just and Gideon, so you know, whatever you may have seen when I passed out in that tabernacle, it's not all that I am. I just want you to know that. I think I got a good idea of what you is. I have no earthly clue as to what you are talking about, Mr. Williams. Mm. I appreciate you saying that much. You ready? Mm-hmm. This, this, it looks at you quizzically, but ultimately just smiles at you. I, I avoid contact. I'm avoiding eye contact as much as possible. Alright. Um, can I have like an out-of-character moment with John? I mean, you guys can go in the other room. It's an out-of-character moment. Yeah, I just want to kind of explain why Jed is not responding to the whole black eye thing. Um, basically, he's kind of... When he made that spit handshake with you, that little yeah. friendship oath, yeah. uh, part of that is just he's not going to question your weirdness. You, you you pledge to have his back, and he's, he's either got to accept that's good enough for him or it isn't, and he's deciding that it is and not questioning. All right. And figures you'll explain it if you feel like it. Yeah. Jed's pretty black and white with basically everything, right? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. 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 All right. So that's all I had to say. Thank you. Uh, the sun rises. The uh, the sunlight stretches through the town what was your of fake Redstone. Name again? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Church. Bobby Hill. Church and Cyrus Church. Yeah. Bobby Hill. Um, the, men. the morning train rolls in and uh, you all awaken have your breakfast, head out to go get train tickets to return to the town of Pope's Landing. Yes. Which goes surprisingly well, as you were unaccosted by the Pinkertons. But you're noticing now, as you're looking around, there's a lot more than just two or three Pinkertons around here. It looks like they sent probably a cadre of maybe eight or ten, and they are, like, combing this place. They are going through thoroughly. And in fact, when you get up in the morning, and you go to buy your train tickets, there's like a check-in booth where they're interviewing people yeah. about what they're doing. And like Pinkertons are bringing people forcibly here to talk to them about what they've done for the morning, what they did last night, where they were. And uh, mercifully, the path that you take towards the station to board the train uh, does not go past this building. And they seem to be pretty preoccupied with the people they're randomly apprehending and dragging back for an interview. Uh, you're able to get on board the train without having to explain yourselves. I'll whisper to my to my quote unquote family here. If anyone asks if these two are lingering near us, they are mercenaries that we hired in town to protect us. Excuse me, that I hired. Of course, we hold purse strings. Indeed. Man of the family, all that. <laughs> he 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 smile, he chuckles at that. Our sole breadwinner. I don't know if I'd go so far as to use the word soul, but that's okay. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh. Oh, oh, damn! Shots fired! Cold blooded! You need some aloe for that burn? <laughs> the boy is going through a difficult time. <laughs> oh, just wait till puberty. Joke's on you, son. Just <laughs> all downhill from there. Uh, you get aboard the train. The train starts rolling away from Redstone towards Hope's Landing. Um, you remember it's a pretty long ride, although I overestimated the length of the journey. 
when I actually pulled the map and realized how big Utah actually is, I was like, oh, that's that's not like a 10-hour trip. That's more like, like a four-hour trip. Yeah. Oh, really? No, the other way around. The entire state in modern times mm. is only like 250 miles wide. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Right. And trains in this area were doing about 60 miles an hour at okay. top speed. And admittedly, they're doing less than that. They're not going in a straight line because you have to go around the mountain rises and stuff. But uh, ultimately, it should have only been a few hours, not a full day. Oh, long enough for a training English to happen. It broke again. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cow on the track, so it was real bad. <laughs> it was real bad. Bison. Okay. Bison. 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 was out there twirling his muscles. Yeah. There, there yeah we ran over so many damsels in distress. <laughs> there were 100. 189 dead cows. 189 dead cows. Yeah. That's what killed them. Our train. <laughs> so, yeah. Were you yeah. Muttley just then? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Now we're back at Celestino Land. So yeah, you're on the train and you uh, you're riding along and it's a few hours long and uh, there's a fellow who's trying to make small talk with you to pass the time and he seems to be uh, probably about in his late forties, early fifties, big belly. Little tiny glasses perched at the end of his nose. Can I get like a card game going? Or, like the, the dining car or whatever? Actually, yeah, he's down for that. Yeah. And he'll drag in a couple of his rich friends and they're just gonna hang out and like have a good time and enjoy the frontier. They're basically on vacation. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, you get the word through that he's a writer. Oh. And he's out here like writing about his experiences and stuff like that. And he's got a couple of friends with him. Uh, it's uh, like five dudes who are all out here doing like this little writing retreat thing. They're like newspaper writers and. Uh, one guy is a writer from New York, and then one guy's from Chicago, and they all came out here. It's a long way out, uh, basically just to like see what the frontier is like, and see what it's like where it's wild and crazy and bizarre, and quite a bit different from what they're used to on the East Coast or in the Midwest. Um, his name, ironically, is Cyrus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. it's a common name. It's yeah. like John. Except John's like John. Yeah, John's. <laughs> of the two, John is way more like John. John is way more Johnny than Cyrus. <laughs> but, uh, Jesus. Sorry, I didn't know what I did. Jesus Christ. I'm on my own strength. Shot me with your pencil. <laughs> and you're uh, to blame. You give love a bad name. Okay. Uh, but Cyrus is happy to play some card view and bullshit, and he talks about Hope's Landing, and he's been there for a little while now, and he's happy to talk about the town. And, mm. Um... Right now what he's talking about is there's a big deal and he's sort of camping out for a little while, though he wanted to get out of town for a little bit just to see more like the wild territory because right now Hope's Landing is a little bit less exciting for him. Mm. A lot of federal troops are coming in to like make the place nice and secure because where it is the governor of Utah Territory is coming into Hope's Landing to go do a little speech and talk about Promontory Point and some really basic stuff that like is... <laughs> Every newspaper in the world is already be talking about. Yeah. And he wants to write about something people don't know about. And so he's kind of bored with Hope's Landing, but he's still excited because he's been there for a while and it's way cooler than New York to him. Uh, I'm going to strike up a conversation about the Southwest in Mexico. If he's ever looking for frontier opportunities, I hear that's that's still wild. That's still unclaimed territory. He, uh, he Texas, Texas is unclaimed in this time. Texas is something that appeals to him very much. And he says, yeah, I, I've been thinking about trying to get down to Texas. But it's a little bit trickier. You know, the railways bring you to places that right now are a little hotly contested. And mm -hmm. Nobody wants to deal with. And the Oklahoma Indian Territory is not safe to travel through. Not especially safe, no. And Mexico is, frankly, worse. But from what I've been told, Arizona is very nice. Yeah, I've heard that too. Never been. Yeah. There's always but, uh, a chance. Here, this railway keeps going all the way down south through Arizona. Sooner or later, it'll hook up right to Mexico. You, you boys won't have nothing left to write about. Ah, well, I hope to be long gone by then. <laughs> and that's how I'm passing the time on the train. You gonna give me a roll to see how your card game goes? Uh, deception? This is appropriate. You gotta roll insight. He's, he's good at that. Three. Eighteen. He takes all my no money. <laughs> your no money? No money. He takes Ramaz. Um, he has your 50 cents. Yeah. Pops his eye Yeah, I lose, I lose 50 cents in the card game. How many Smurfs do I owe you? <laughs> but you have 12 bucks from, from Doc. Uh, no, you lose a buck 50. Okay. You guys are playing for like pennies and nickel. It's, it's tiny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a passing the time game. But he beats uh, you pretty thoroughly. Yeah. And it's more about like, oh, I beat you, I'll get you around, ha ha ha. So yeah. He's trying to buddy buddy with you. He's trying to pass the time and make friends. He's, yeah. Right, that's all I'm looking for, yeah. Yeah. 
I can't be surprised, so it's not like easy I'm... to get along with. He's one of those guys who's got the big belly, so like when he laughs, he has that big guffawing laugh, mm. and it's just sort of contagious. Everybody else in the car seems to enjoy it as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. Yeah, it's a lighthearted like poker game in the old west. Yeah, it has it. This, this guy's he's a rare, a good aligned character. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is anybody else playing poker with us? Uh I mean, if if invited, Levi will do so. Uh, but right now, he is definitely trying to play the part of the kind of beleaguered, beleaguered father who has just been through a lot and is looking after his family. <coughs> yeah, same with Temper. She's got like the uh, the shawl pulled up over her head and sort of around like this. I, I like to think that uh, Jed's probably secretly relieved that Temperance doesn't want to play cards. Like he's played cards against Temperance once too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Gideon, don't take this the wrong way, but do you do you know how to read? I'm reading this book of uh, <laughs> more surgery. No, right, right, right. Don't right, take right. Strong words, words, you're ugly as fuck. <laughs> you're fuck ugly. <laughs> I'm gonna hand that's what I'm doing the whole time. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand you surgery. a. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna like look over your shoulder for a minute, and then I'm gonna like reach in my bag, my saddlebag, and hand you a poetry book, and just say in case that gets a little too dry. Well, I don't know, cause I'm. L- l- listen to this. They used to. They used to serve. Uh, they used to give soldiers opium back then to keep to, to kill the pain. They called them anodynes. There was opium and there was morphia. There was black drop. I never even heard of black drop before. This is all stuff that I obviously know, and I'm just like, <laughs> yep. And they, they, yep. they had something called purgatives. I'm not sure what purgatives are. Calomel, <laughs> rhubarb, julep, extract the colocynth. What the heck? Sounds like quite the release. <laughs> well, if that gets a little too technical and you want something lighter to read here. <laughs> nah, I just may need to go stop by a pharmacy and talk to that man. This stuff is really antiperiodics. Now, now, Bobby, you don't go poking around no pharmacies, you hear? Escherotics? Oh, honey, I think he's just interested in becoming an apothecary one day. No, no, I... Vienna paste? (laughs) Vienna paste. I have heard about laudanum. It is used by ladies of the evening. I don't remember you. You're right. Bobby, you hush now. (laughs) Mama has her medicine. (laughs) It's completely different, son. It is very different. Cures the vapors. (laughs) <laughs> Ever since you came along, Bobby, <laughs> Mama has had to have a lot of medicine. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> nice. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, He's reading a book about surgery. That boy ain't right. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm going to take my mind off of things for a bit with a single game with the boys. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he'll join in the poker game. What are roll? You guys have the ninth Deception? century Deception or insight? <laughs> <laughs> oh! A Conception again! <laughs> Whoa! Three aces! <laughs> Whoa! Six aces! <laughs> yeah, um, as if you didn't already know before, Jedediah, um, Levi's emotions are impossible to read. You start to wonder if they're even there. <laughs> And and I just lost all my money to to Cyrus the writer, and now Cyrus the Levi comes over. And <laughs> Hashtag Cyrus Gang and, and sits down, and and Jen has to bite back a little smirk, going, "Oh, this guy's gonna get cleaned out." Like, <laughs> yep, uh, you make four dollars and fifty cents off of Cyrus Street. Cyrus ah. is having a blast. He actually uh, seems to enjoy losing more than he enjoys winning. Oh yeah, and I totally pay up like. Like, you're Cyrus? I'm Cyrus, too. Yeah, good to meet you, sir. There's a bonding experience. He's really excited. He gives you the, the yep. two-handed handshake. And yep, all right. I, I joined right in. Yeah, he's, he's having a great time. He actually, you get the feeling this guy is smooth enough that, like, he wins games he plays with his friends. Mm-hmm. Losing a game is something exciting to him, and it's it fits this motif he has in his head of what the Wild West is like when he came out from New York. So. Oh, yeah. He gets really excited. He starts asking you questions about things you've done and places you've been, and... Oh, yeah. They're not like mean spirited or like like deeply unsettling questions. They're just like super topical, basic questions. Levi, and since I wrote like crypt deception, he will tell stories about what we've been through, but he will embellish them so that they're a little more viewer uh, listener friendly. Hmm. Like, would you believe that there was there was a bandit who was who was so mad at one of the 
one of the cattle ranchers. Must have been a bad deal or something. Can you believe he was poisoning his own cattle? Well, I heard I heard about one of the reasons I hired this man here is because he has a reputation as a hero, you see. Jed is the one who brought the man to justice. Brought him right to the sheriff, exposed him for the poisoner he was. The spiteful mercenary. That's the kind of thing you can expect to see out in the Old West. Some of the worst in Path Jedi Diamondback. Some of the best. You now West? Frontier, he says. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go throwing around the word hero. That is, that is uh, an embellishment. And a flattering one. I appreciate that, Mr. Church. He tells himself short. But uh yeah, there was a there was a job that he's doing. You know, after the work, plenty of folk have skills and well, you know, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I I, I bet the angels smiled upon you that day. Oh, well, the angels, they're, they're, they're busy folk. Plenty of people need more smiling than I need. Uh, in this world, goodness, yeah, they were cut out for them. Says, uh, speaking of the angels, you been to Hope's Landing before? <sighs> Passed by. What what brings you there? What, what's, <laughs> what's bringing you there, sir? There's <laughs> giggling going on. <laughs> All these lies and layers upon layers, yes. Right. Um, are you familiar with what Hope's Landing is all about? He says, and he sort of reclines back and pats his big belly. I've, uh, I've, I've called that place home, such as can be, for uh, oh, the past eighteen months. Or so. so you know what I'm talking about? Well, it's, uh, it's a, a traveler's town. It's a, it's a gateway to the West. They call it. Well, more than that. Not much more. No, there's plenty of legends that come out of Hope's Landing about the angel. Oh, the dead uh, statue. Yeah. Yeah, you know, spend some time there. You'll see it's just a tourist trap. Well, sure, but really, when you boil it down far enough, isn't every legend just to draw people in? Well, that's fair. Levi chuckles at that. (laughs) Let's just say, uh, if there is an angel watching over me, it ain't that stone sculpture in the middle of town. No, of course not. She's stuck in place. And what what legends are you seeking, uh, my fellow Cyrus? Oh, I think what I'm seeking, I've already found. You gentlemen have provided me with quite a lot to put on the page. And I think that your stories will be ones that they'll like to read about back in the serials in New York. <laughs> New York? It be still my heart. You're, you're a, 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 a journalist, then. Is that it? Yeah, I do some writing, some fiction, some nonfiction. Right now, I'm in search of some non-fiction. Nobody believes it's non-fiction. But it's non-fiction, I assure you. Those who have not been may have trouble believing. But if you want some good stories, follow men like him and uh, the doc over there around. They see all sorts of things. The one over there with that kid? Uh, no, uh, they point, I point to Doc Blythe. Doc's handing... Getting a book right now. <laughs> no, my 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 wife Eliza and uh, my good boy my good boy Bobby. I think we've seen enough for a while. I just want to find some good honest work in Hope's Landing and start anew with what savings I have. I would have thought the uh, procreate would have been in like a dining car or like in a regular passenger car or some shit like that. Yeah, he's probably seen you guys though. Yeah. Yeah. We're at the point where I'm over your shoulder and there's like, you know, dissection diagrams, and I'm like, oh, look at, wow, how did they. <laughs> I was going to ask, what, what if, book did you get? You were, I, I forgot which wolf book you actually had. Uh, a, a Yeats book or something like okay. that. Like, you just a poetry book. <laughs> <laughs> you yeet a book at him. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> it's in your teeth. <laughs> How much damage do I take? Uh, 1d20. 1d4. Yeah, but like, I was interested in getting you, like, interested in in poetry, but then I, like, saw some of the diagrams in the book you were reading, and I'm just like, how do they do that? Like, do they have to cut through that to get down? Says our party doctor. They just put the clamps on them and give it a yank, and then that kind of frees that up so they can dig around. Flip the page, flip the page. I want to see the next one. Let's throw it down for a sec. They're gonna do a roleplay moment. We'll get to Redstone after. So if if these folks all leave us alone for a moment, and if we have any time, Mm -hmm. um, especially after he leaves, uh, (laughs) Miss Temperance, and I just play Miss Temperance. Um, I gotta tell you something. They ain't taking me back. They are not taking me back. I ain't gonna let it happen. No, I I ain't gonna let no one take you, kitty. I may have to do I may have to do something really really horrible, but they ain't not taking me back. 
and I ain't asking permission, and I ain't going to ask forgiveness. It's just going to happen if they try. Just letting you know. Gideon, there's a bit of, well, what constitutes as horrible depends on the person looking at it. When they look at it, it's going to be pretty damn horrible. You do what you have to do, Gideon. You do what you have to survive. I just hope you forgive me. Ain't gonna be no more horrible than what they do back in in the East. You understand me? You are not gonna be a factor man. You are not gonna be a slaver. You ain't gonna be none of that. You're gonna be a real man. (laughs) Nice. I like you, Miss Temperance. I could have, I could have stumbled into any kind of place, and they would have just treated me horribly. I'm glad I stumbled into your little establishment. I'm fond of you too, Gideon. You can, keep your head low for the time being, though, right? Can can I? Okay, can, can I tell you something else? What is it, Gideon? I have to look at my notes because I forgot something. <laughs> 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 Paul keeps a can shitload you, of notes. Can you don't get too attached to Mr. Williams? Gideon. I looked into his eyes. There ain't nothing there. Nothing there for you. Nothing there for me. Nothing there for anybody. Gideon, I ain't been attached to a grown man in a long, long, oh. long time since before you were born. You seem kind of fond of him. More fonder than your usual. He's not just a client. I know what clients are. He's not... I, I, I just don't think he's a client. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm talking out of turn. Gideon, after all the time we spent with Mr. Williams, he would have to pay me a whole lot more to be considered a client. Wait, I don't think I got how that works now. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, jeez. Okay. Well, I mean, am, I, am I still standing there while like, you guys are having You have not had sex with Levi. Yeah. I, I was actually kind of like, nah. Yeet. I was Yeet. we could just have this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if I was like still... I that picture. No, I, I sort, of, I sort of imagine you sort of drifted with the... Looming with the awkwardly over the... Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, don't trust him. <laughs> I fucked him, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you, just, you just be careful. <laughs> Look, we've all had sex with Levi. We get it. <laughs> no, no, no. You think we get you, it. You, you just go ahead and just be careful. And I, and I, and I'm going to go try to figure out. There's this word here. Perineum? i got to figure out what the... I don't know what that word means. Amazing. Gideon, now, you trust in me and you trust in Mr. Blackburn. Yeah. And for the time... And that he doc, had, he can shoot. He's something else, that one. And Doc is a good man. As good as you'll get in the West. But Miss Blackburn seems to trust Mr. Williams. So for the time being, we have to trust Mr. Williams. You understand me, boy? uh, All due respect, I like Mr. Blackburn. I like him a lot, but he gets a bit single-minded. I'm not, you know, I'm not wrong. Am I? You're not wrong, but we're traveling with Doc and Mr. Williams and Miss Blackburn. And it ain't safe not to trust a one of them. No. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll just keep an eye on him. You trusted me, Gideon. Oh, I trust you explicitly. <clears throat> the train. I want four dollars. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> No, that that can that can be the closing thing. Like I just got four dollars. <laughs> and the uh, the train sort of comes to a slow grinding halt with super screechy wheels. It's really intense. And they open up the doors and they start disembarking passengers into the town of Hope's Landing, to which you have not been in quite a long time. Mm. Weeks, right? So, yeah, a couple weeks, right? Oh, about two and a half weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yeah. It's been a long time. Let's uh, get Celestino. What you first notice immediately is this place is fucking packed. It was starting to get busy for the springtime season when you left it. 
springtime is in full bloom. Everything's green and lush. It's fresh. It smells like flowers. And there's a wealth of people who are everywhere, all over the streets, buying shit way overpriced in the middle of the streets. This is basically a place where people who want to rip off innocent people mm. set up shop to rip off the dumbest fucking tourists. It's always like this when the buzzards migrate. They just, people flock in to see the famous buzzards of Hopeland. Now, God, <laughs> buzzards. God damn it, I took this job for $100. I could have made three times that in this time. You see that there are people everywhere. They're buying oranges and stuff like that, like all sorts of weird imported goods and stuff. There's uh, a tanner out here selling his wares. They're barking out what they've got. People are rushing up to buy things. And they're throwing around tons of money. The biggest industries... Go ahead. Is there, um, like, uh, once we get off the train, obviously, some sort of, like, uh, just wildflowers growing anywhere? Everywhere. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, like, pick, a, like, a daisy or something. And then you, you guys will just see me wistfully kind of walking around with the flower in my hand, like just taking in the spectacle of all of this. <laughs> nice. And like go, going through in my head like verses I can write about it. Nice. It's, it's probably a side of the doc you guys haven't seen before. Well, Jed may have because he's known me for a while. But yeah. You're writing one line of a sonnet per petal for the daisy. <laughs> I'm not writing anything down. I'm just like musing as I'm walking yeah, your brain is firing up. Yeah, I, but I, do, I definitely have this stupid, like, I probably look like I'm a little stoned kind of smile on my face <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm yawning around. This is in character? What are we doing there? Yeah, he's, Sorry. he's making an appearance. But just... Thank you for getting <laughs> So you're, uh, you're walking through town, and it's it's busy, and the roads are busy, and there's people <laughs> everywhere, and you do actually kind of have to, like, bump people out of the way at times to get through, and it's a wide street. It's probably 80 or 100 feet wide. That's a huge street. But there's <laughs> thousands of people here. What you're gathering is that all the people who intended to cross over the Rocky Mountains next spring finally did. And there's a ton of people everywhere. Oh, this but is all influx of people that were waiting to come in for the winter day? Nobody wants to go through the Rockies in the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for yeah. Um, Can I get an aside with temperance real quick? Uh, you can in a moment. Because the GM has more stuff to stay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's all, folks. But it's not, because there's more. And what is more is that the statue of the Angel of Hope's Landing, which is uh, somewhat not inspirationally named Hope. Mm. Hope stands in the center of town, and she is not just smiling, but grinning like ear to ear to the point where it's almost, for those of you who find this to be sort of this quaint tourist trap, kind of like grotesque. Little, it's almost a little much. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like just something about it ain't right. And everyone else is thrilled to death because the implication is that when she smiles leaving her things like small tokens wealth flowers poems <coughs> tied up bracelets that sort of shit uh causes her to grant wishes and so there's tons of pilgrims who are out here who are dropping off like bible verses and stuff leaving their money there unattended so that the, the angel can find some value in their money or whatever thinking that you know they have met the angel of hope's landing and that she's going to Give them her blessing. But yeah, it's it's not quite a rictus. It's not like super intensely grotesque. But it's like almost excessive. It's a little much. It looks like somebody like hand carved mm. the smile on the face. Like it's not quite right. I'm going to try and we're all sort of walking in a group. Well, somebody's in a good mood. <laughs> I'm going to try and pull you to the side. And Miss Temperance, uh, you know, you, you all have... Uh, Posied up with me on this uh, this thing I need to see done. It's a personal matter. Well, I'm I'm really obliged to say thank you, but I, I look at all these fresh faced innocents and think that you are maybe more than any of us losing out the most on this deal. Uh, I would not hold it against you if you decided you wanted to stay here and make your money for the year. I know this is your busy season. Jediah, I came over those hills from Georgia. And I tell you what, that angel was smiling on the day I got here. I left her the last four dollars I had. And I got stuck in Hope's Landing. 15 years. Now, 
you and Doc and Mr. Williams and even little Gideon have given me the chance to get out of Hope's Landing. I ain't gonna give up on you. I know my reputation is that of a mercenary man, but uh, I've never really felt that's who I am in my heart. I always try to find a reason for the things I do. So when I tell you this, understand that I'm saying it earnestly. You'll make out on this deal, even if I get buried with not a penny in my pocket. The thing that you are offering me, I, I don't know I can even repay with my life, but I'll see it done. And I'll see you well off because of it. I thank you. I'm much obliged, Miss Blackburn. You were the best man I've met in, well, 15 years. Do remember that, because I aim to do some horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blackburn, you do what I do for the last, well, better part of two decades. Your definition of horrible will uh, shift slightly. That may well be the case, but if I find the man that I seek to find, I will redefine that word for you and for me. There is no pearly gates in my future after I find that man. If you find that man and he does, in fact, have all these crimes attached to his name, I hope you gut him and hang him with his intestine, Mr. Blackburn. Private conversation. I've seen girls go through the Mary Ram. I want this done. Not, maybe not as much as you. But quite a bit. I'll kill him for you, Temperance. I'll kill him slow. Much obliged, Mr. Blackbird. Jesus. I noticed the thing in your character. I did. I noticed the thing. Thank you. Thank you for the thing. Put your things up. I love your thing. Cool. So, any, so aside from the ex- expanded population here, is there a? I guess we have a traveling for some time. Do we want to hunker down? Actually, I, I will make a point uh, to the whole party. Uh, to to mention that uh, the writer Cyrus mentioned the governor was coming, and that might be part of the reason for the population explosion. Certainly seems to be part of it. I mean, this is a town that you know springtime and summertime are nuts in this town. Mm-hmm. This town is empty in the winter, and then like people move in and steal storefronts to be here in the spring. Um, is it bigger than previous years? Yeah, maybe, but everything in the West is bigger in recent years because... After the construction of Promontory Point, trains go back and forth all the time, and people moving to the west to find their fortune no longer requires those of adventurous spirit. Now it just requires people with enough cash to buy a train ticket and cross their fingers. So, is it really busy? Yes. The governor may or may not play in that. It's hard to say. Uh, You arrive in Hope's Landing. There is no immediate pressure on you to evade Pinkertons or marshals. Um, like getting out of town in the West was like the answer for everything. Basically, yeah. <laughs> You're on Hope's Landing. Yeah. Hope's Landing's fucking busy. Go no fuck over a different town. No one's gonna follow you. I don't care. You People... just need a little more money. <laughs> I've got a plan. <laughs> you arrive in Hope's Landing. It's very busy, but it's not like impossible to get things like room and board. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Um, but not impossible. And uh, you're able to acquire any goods you're searching for. Uh, anything that comes to mind that you want, you can pick up here and buy at regular market value per the PHB. Can I interject? Uh, we discussed this at the opening session. You haven't hit us with it yet. Bullet tax. Uh, I hit you with it once. Killian already recorded it. Oh. But uh, when you gain another level, when you gain to level three, I'll hit you with a bullet tax. Okay, so it's going to be like a level by level. Yeah, like I think it's convenience. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's that's good. I just wanted to make sure you... shit about the minutiae. It's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure you kept it in mind, because it is a thing. 
And I'm broke, so like bullet tax means a lot to me. Yep, bullet tax can mean a lot to you at the end of this session. Yeah. If you're still alive, you'll be at level 3 and you'll pay your bullet tax. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go find somebody that is willing to exchange dollars for gemstones. Uh, it's called dollar reduce. <laughs> Those two. Uh, what do you have for a skill that's appropriate for things like fencing and subterfuge? Intimidate. <laughs> uh, Pers- de- deception? Uh, yeah, persuasion deception. or deception are probably the two most. Deception seems like a pretty appropriate skill for me. I will convince them that these came out of a mine that I don't want <laughs> I think the type of person that's exchanging money for these gems probably Doesn't is not the, yeah, probably no. is not asking questions. This about is more about people. using the right terminology and making the right friends. Like I'm going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> deception. Fifteen. It's actually really good. Yeah, you get full market value. Um, your hundred dollars worth of fensible stuff is now a hundred dollars worth of liquid. Oh, so he's just doing his hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he's not doing everyone's hundred dollars. Well, everyone wanted to have uh, personal, <laughs> personal. Personal. Oh, you're right. Absolutely uh, right. You're on your own. Uh, temperance. Would you like to negotiate my hundred dollar dues? <laughs> See, you played knifey spoony before. That's not an You're working out your cut, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's 100%. two things she's good at in this world, and one of them's cutting. <laughs> Looks like he got his cut. Two percent. I want two bucks out of it. Fair enough. That is a that is a good value. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, we just had that very nice conversation. We did. Uh, persuasion. Okay. <laughs> is it bad? Um. It's average. It's oh well. It's a nineteen. Oh, average. <laughs> average. Average on the dice. I miss in a nineteen. Average for an Allendale. I wake up in the morning and piss excellence. Average on the dice, but I've got expertise in persuasion. So. That's Allendale. Josh average. is texting yeah, us from the pooper. What's saying? <laughs> saying, I uh, yeehaw. <laughs> Since my my role was good. <laughs> Can I get better than market value on the on the gems? No, you can't. Fuck. <laughs> you can try that. <laughs> yeah, you get full market value, so you get one hundred and two dollars, and Jedediah gets his uh, ninety-eight dollars, ninety-one dollars. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that happen? Math is hard. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. For real? No, you got you. I'm dicking with you. Now there are vendors in town with all sorts of crazy, wacky goods. Mm-hmm. There's some crazy, wacky goods you've been texting me about that you want. I'm sure there are. A horse with a chainsaw on it. <laughs> chainsaw horse! <laughs> horse snack, it's, uh, it's probably moot anyway because I paid my debts to uh, Temperance. Yeah, but you can probably talk your way into more debt if you want it. A Gatling gun. Nah, that's fine. They actually have um, that for sale, don't they? The thing you wanted to wear is $750? Yeah. Well, I'm almost there. I got like 21. It's a Hot Topic t-shirt. Ah, it wouldn't charge that much. It's, yeah. it's pre No, it charged twice that. Yeah. Yeah, it's an Alkaline Trio shirt. <laughs> I have not even heard that. Doc Potter was Consider yourself a blessed. Doc Potter was Doc in Potter was Hashtag blessed. He was in Redstone. Yeah, yeah. Redstone. Different doctor here. Yeah, I forgot. Doc's daughter. I forgot. Did you forget? <laughs> well, I was gonna actually go in. Uh, I was actually gonna go into uh, Doc Potter's and apologize for stealing his book and uh, not for my money instead. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where. The, I'm looking for the other I'm thing too, but I can't find it. I'm still, I found I'm still, uh, it. It's uh, thirty dollars. That's Neat. fine. You don't have a sense of empathy until you're eleven. The regular market value is fifteen dollars. Here in Hope's Landing, they've jacked the prices up to take advantage of stupid people coming over the mountains. Naturally. I could try Persuasion. See if I can get it. Yeah, Persuasion could drop another 20 if you got a really good roll. Signifying your own 20. My, my Sam's Club card. <laughs> I, wow, 25. Uh, did you just crit again? I did, I did again. What the fuck? I'm the most oh, useful things like shopping. Wait. I'm the most persuasive <laughs> man. You, uh, you crit? I do. I got 20, value. 25. Yeah. Cost you $15. Amazing. I can't think of a thing Jed would want. Alright, All right. so you bought your thing. Anybody else need to buy anything? I'm, I'm gonna... I bought a set of manacles. Okay, sold. You get them for market price. They're not marking those up, because that'd be fucking weird. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a couple here. 
couple more healers kits. I'm assuming I stole a couple from Doc, and I'm just gonna stock up. Yeah, um, those they do charge you more for. Uh, I'm stupid and young, and I will just pay more. Double the price in the PHB. See if you play. Okay. Wow, double the price. That's a lot. Mm. This is ripoff town. This is you. You parked in Orlando. Yes, Disney. That's that hits home for me. Yeah. Do we see the Pinkertons following us around? No, no Pinkertons have followed you on the train. The town seems to be busy, but with federal troops like doing federal troop things. Preparing right. for the governor. You can drop the action. Yeah, I duck around a corner and I take all the like I swipe off the makeup that uh, Levi's put on me and I sort of change my posture, sort of Clark Kent it up. There you go. And uh, I'm back to being uh, the head bitch in town. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I'd like to purchase, and I don't know that it's in the player's handbook. <laughs> no, she's in there. Um, <laughs> under basic bitch. Under goods and services. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I would like to purchase a bank safety deposit box. Can do. Um, it's going to cost you $4 a month. Okay. So I'll put down the down payment. Um, yeah, it's a three-month minimum, so 12 bucks. Takes and in there, I am going to place the two light revolvers I've been to- toting around with me. And I have a personal item, a token from a past life that you and I have talked talk about at length. Mm-hmm. Uh, when nobody else is around to see it, that's going in the safety deposit box as well. So, okay. I would also like to sell all of this hardware I'm carrying in my bag. Okay. Um, you're refencing it. Uh, you already met a fence, though, so that gives you advantage on the check. Give me some appropriate fencing roll. I like advantage. Yeah, yeah, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a crit with a 24 sound. Sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, did I quote you a price on those before? You did not. And it's uh, light revolvers, right? One heavy and light. Yeah. No, I stole the heavy. You only have no, a have different one. Oh, my bad. Cool. That's a lot of money. Okay. The light fellas, they're going to give you uh, 10 bucks a pop for that. Okay. And the big mamma jamma, that girl is 40 bucks. Ooh. Anything else you're doing uh, merchant-wise while we're here? I want to stop in at the Mary Ram and uh, see where my goal is at. Remember the number I gave you? No, because you didn't give it to me this session. You gave it to me when we started. Yes. It has five digits. You're not there yet. Okay. Anything else? handling like magic items like plus one weapons and stuff like that is that going to be obviously not magical just well made or something uh, for plus you, one it might be just really how do you good handle that kind of stuff or, or like like minor magic items in the in the bmg like how do you want to handle that for the game? i think that's meant <laughs> uh they're gonna go case by case is there something specific you want from the php or the dmg not yet but i'm sure i will and i just want to know what to yeah. expect before i go like pouring through i think it'll depend on the item if i can come up with a reasonable excuse to use modern science for the 1880s to explain it then it'll be for sale, and it'll be a thing you can acquire without too much trouble. If we're talking about basic plus ones, plus one items are just going to be masterwork quality. Um, are you using the same magic prices chart for D&D 5e, or are you using the actual prices out of the DMG that make it so you can never buy anything? <laughs> same. <coughs> um, but I might adjudicate that based on supply and demand. If you don't have that PDF, you should get it. I have it. Okay. Um, if it's something where it feels like story-wise appropriate, you wouldn't find it where you're going, I might ramp the price up a little bit, but... Like, plus one weapons in there are, like, 400 gold. Plus one weapons are legit and fair, and you can afford them. Um, plus two, now we're talking about actually supernatural items. That's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. A, uh, a plus one rifle, uh, based on its nature will probably cost a little more than that. Yeah, whatever. But, well, whatever you say, I'm so you're robust. I just yeah. want to know what, like, what to expect. Before. Yeah, that vicinity is where you should expect. Sure, it. sure. Thank you. Not obviously in Hope's Landing, where you can find whatever you want, but you pay out the ass for it. Jed, mm. here's twenty five dollars. So that's how we did. Oh, well, thank you. Am oh. I giving you money, or am I giving like your share to her? Because I remember um, you had said like. I started kind of keeping the money for a bit. I got kind of used to having 
right, so, so I'm starting to kind of hold on to it now. I'm going to walk, and uh, Jed is another 20 bucks. Thank you. 20 bucks, $20, $20. It's a lot of money. Actually, I'm probably not allowed to do that. You may have to find me. I may not be. When I, may not I, be fi- when I okay. see you next, I yeah. hand you $20. So it's 45 you gave me 45 for you. Yeah. Amazing. So for the sake of all of our sanities, including Nicole's. Um, yes. <laughs> the, just losing uh, your mind. Yeah, I'm miserable. Just full of Knob Creek and just terrified by it. Um, the train runs north and south, but it runs north and south in this bizarre sort of zigzaggy way to dodge various mountain rises and things like that. And you find very quickly that no train runs to Wayne County. Wayne County is extremely rural. It's pretty far to the south. You can see on the map that was like, Are we leaving already? We didn't even see Celestino. Uh, oh, well, yeah, he owes us money, too. Let me give you the geography first. We'll come sure. back to Celestino. Here's your map. Soap's Landing is basically right in the middle of uh, Duchesne County, where you just were, and your target destination of Wayne County. But the train actually goes more or less north and south than this way, like way off course, to the point where it's actually faster to ride south uh, by horseback to Wayne County. Okay. Uh, going through the various valleys and rivers and things like that, but it's uh, it is uh, it is a dangerous path and it's not well charted and there's not a lot of people going that way. And Wayne County is extremely rural, so the idea comes to your mind that it makes a lot of sense to hire, hire somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're doing and where they're going. Yeah. Um, thankfully, fun. Hope's Landing is the greatest place in the world to find whoever you want to do whatever you want. And finding a guide in Hope's Landing proves not to be very difficult when you find. Hey Jed, do you know anybody in this town that might be? What do we do with for, uh, for 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 a trail guide? Uh, I don't know my way down to, to Wayne too well. With ear to the ground, I almost certainly do. Right? Uh, you do. You are familiar with uh, how do you pronounce the last name? Targi. You are familiar with Miss Mary Targi, who uh, does the path back and forth. What do we do with our horses, by the way? We'll put them up in the stable, probably. Yeah, you're still riding them, right? Or, well, actually, no, we you're crossing them before the train. So, um, Doc's so, probably, so, you, you bring the... the was, was there a car on the train for, a, yeah. for livestock? For livestock, I'd yeah. So we bring all the horses with us. You're going to bring them all? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have, I actually own a horse that is stabled in Oak so yeah. I'll be taking my horse, which is a riding horse, not a work horse. Which means nobody's well, sharing horses because, anymore. Because Bear is dead. Now you have your regular one. Oh. Yeah. Rip Spare. Rip Spare. Spare ribs. I love ideas. Alright, uh, I want to hear what Paul's idea is. Um, so I was going to like too much noise in this town. Adults are like doing accounting. <laughs> it's gross. Nah. So I head out to a field or an outcropping of something overlooking the town, overlooking the Rockies, overlooking all that stuff when I'm reading a book. You may see a kid, 10 year old boy, all alone reading a book out in the middle of nowhere. I split the party. That's what I do. It's up to you at this point. Uh, yes, as your former DM, I can attest to that. It is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like as an established businesswoman, she's probably going to stick to the general roots. And okay. also, just culturally, she wouldn't actually blink twice at seeing a child by itself. Okay, never mind then. Fair enough. Because that's a very um, culturally very appropriate. For a thing for a child to do. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. If you survive, good for you. <laughs> nice. If you survive, better than your six brothers and sisters. <laughs> yep. You've done well. Too. We'll make more. So there are two things that are on your plate <laughs> like right the now. Temptation, though. <laughs> One of them is to find your guide, uh, who we established exists. She's currently in the room. And uh, the other one is that you were trying to find Celestino Andreas. Yes. Yeah. The guide is the easiest thing to find. She's literally advertising services to go south. Well, well, this looks promising. Can I jump in for one second? Sure. Do I get two keys for the safety deposit box, or just one? Uh, you get just the one. Just the one? Okay. I'm going to seal it in an envelope with this letter, and I'm going to hand it to Doc, and I want to decide with you just real quick away from the party. Okay. So, Jed's going to try and catch you away from the rest of the group. It's not hard. Doc, I, uh travel with you a fair bit. Uh, you know I, I, I'm wise enough to know when to fight and when to cut bait and run. I think that's why you're still alive. I think so too. Uh, 
this thing that it's I... That's also why I think I still trust Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> this thing I aim to do, well, it, it's, it's personal. It's personal in a way that I'd rather die than run from it. You understand? Personal business can get in the way of good things sometimes. And, and I appreciate what you're offering to, to ride with me and to fight with me for, for this. It's not easy for me to say, but if it comes to the point where I'm standing and fighting when I should be running, you need to do my running for me because I won't. And, uh, well, here, take this. And, and, you know, you don't open it till I, till I die. That's that's my last wish. But, uh, you know, if it comes to that, just make sure you see it done. Okay? I can promise you that, but the mistake you make is thinking that I have another agenda. That I have something else that I ought to be doing. And I don't. <laughs> this is it. I said I'd, I joined up to ride with you because all the other prospects I had here had dried up. And you haven't steered me wrong yet. I, I got enough deaths on my conscience already. You need to see the temperance into Gideon. You're not, Even, you're not forcing me to stay. I'm doing it my own, my own free will. So your conscience is clear as far as I'm concerned. Well, I walk my own path, and right now that path walks by your side. If I see fit, it's time for me to s- split with you and walk a different path, and so be it. I'll tell you before I do it. But that time hasn't come yet. If I have the power to ask you to leave, please respect my wishes. I can't make you that promise. If I, see, you try. if I see that it's within my power to save you, I'm going to try. There's a, f- a very, very small pool of humans that I feel like <laughs> I can trust this day and age. And well, you're in the you're in the pool. <laughs> you are the pool. <laughs> very well. Well, then I, I trust this letter to you. It is my last will and testament. If you cannot execute it, I trust you to find somebody who will in your stead. Uh, you have my word. I won't read it till the time is right. Appreciate that. Now let's go find this. Uh, let's go find this guide, and then let's go get paid. <laughs> <laughs>